Again, it's part two of our two-part series on foster care. For more information on foster care or a resource guide, you can reach out to us on social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. We continue this morning with part two of our two-part series on foster care with the Bear Foundation. We're joined by Jade Callum. We're also joined by Ashley Irvine. It's our pleasure to welcome Jade and Ashley from the Bear Foundation to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, ladies. How are you? We're doing good. We're great. All right, good. So first of all, tell us what the Bear Foundation is and what you guys do. The Bear Foundation was started in 1967. Um, we are a Christian foster care agency. So Bill Bear is the founder, and he was led by God to care for children in need, and has we've been doing so ever since. Now, you're here this morning to talk about teenagers and fostering and adopting teens. Why should someone foster a teen? So my question is always, why not? Um, A lot of times we have misconceptions about teenagers and truly teenagers are just little kids who also need the love and support that we try to give to our young ones. And during the times when you're 14 to 17, you don't have those independent living skills. So they need someone who is there and helping them develop those independent living skills so that they can be successful when they do age out if that happens or to provide a home up until adulthood and help them be successful in college or whatever their plans are once they graduate high school. So help us to understand what are some of the difficulties that you find or some of the mindset that people may have about fostering a teen that impairs them or gives them some hesitation about fostering a teenager. I would say I hear a lot about teenagers being aggressive or being unruly or they're going to do drugs and sneak out of the house or run away or they're going to be involved in bad things. Um, Really, a lot of them are things that all of us did as teenagers, really. I'm glad you brought that point because I was thinking the same thing. Go ahead. So I feel like all of us have done these things as teenagers and it's very normal. But instead, when we're looking at teens in foster care, it's looked at as negative. And sometimes we might forget where we've come from or the things that we've done and we don't see it as normal. And it truly is normal behavior. Um, And then the media, it paints teens in foster care in a bad light. Um, And then you have those bad stories and then you see that all the time. And then you don't hear the good stories because there's a lot of good stories that I've been a part of. With teenagers. And so let's talk about why it's so important. This is a crucial time. You mentioned that in these young people's lives, teenagers, why is it so important for them to connect with a great foster home in their teenage years? Because if they don't form these relationships and these connections, then in adulthood, then we're looking at the people that we see that do not have these relationships and then are doing things in society that either land them in jail or hurting other people or not developing a good attachment and then not able to have good attachment skills in relationships in their personal lives. I would add on to that, too. You know, we are able to place 17. So those teens are in a home. So they're learning how to cook and do laundry and live a normal quote unquote life where the other teens that are placed in a group home or residential facility, that isn't what you would consider a normal life. They're not learning how to care for themselves. They're living in this community of people not learning 
everyday life skills that teens should learn to go out into the world. Now, you mentioned something that struck my ear, and I want to talk about that. You talked about group homes. Explain what that looks like and how that differs from being in a foster parent home and what the difference is. And I'm sure it's probably the amount of time, one-on-one attention you would probably get, a teenager would get if they were in a foster home as opposed to being in a group home. And a group home sounds more institutional in my mind. Um, Help me figure that out. And let's talk about that. Yeah. So a group home is multiple children living in this facility. So maybe it is a big home, but a lot of times it's not. Um, And so there's staff members coming in, rotating shifts. um, So they don't have a a parent. They don't have the stability, you know, which staff member is going to be on shift what can I get away with with this staff member, right? That consistency is ever-changing. The turnover rate is ever-changing. And so when you're placed in a group home, you don't have a family. You don't have the stability of somebody, a parent, that's coming home to you, and you know how loved you are every night. Okay, good point. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. You're listening to part two of our two-part series on foster care. For more information on foster care, reach out to us on social media. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. In the studio with me, we're joined by Jade Callum. We're also joined by Ashley Irvine. They're with the Bear Foundation. They're here this morning to talk about teens in foster care. Now, I think one of the things when we talk about teens in foster care in general, I think when a lot of people get their license to become foster parents, you know, they want to take in a baby and it's a toddler and it's going to be nice and it's going to be cuddly and it's going to need you. But not a lot of people think about the teen that really needs a loving home. Absolutely. And so what do you guys say to those people that have that mindset? I, um, especially in our pre-service trainings, when I teach um, topics about teenagers, I try to just drive home that these teens are little kids. So the babies that we want, these are babies that... Are now teenagers, right? Okay. So mm-hmm. we are looking at two-year-olds. We're looking at newborns, all of these things. But they were once babies, and now they've been in care, have been shuffled around from home to home, and now they are teenagers. And in their heart, they're kids who still need to be loved. So you're 17, and you might really be 11 on the inside. And okay. these are young kids who still need that love, that support, that guidance, and to feel like they're important and that they're special and that people want them. Since we have all these stereotypes, there's a lot of teenagers who don't feel like there's a point and that they have no choice but to age out or that people don't care about them because they would rather have a baby or teens that are separated from their siblings because we want the baby, but we don't want the teenager. So this is not for everyone, um, obviously, to be a foster parent to a teen. We are encouraging people to be foster parent to a teen. What type of person makes the best foster parent for a teen? I think that it's a true calling that's put on your heart to be a foster parent and even more so to be a foster parent to a teenager. Okay, Jade, 
people who understand that this is missional. This is missional work. We're called to care for the vulnerable kids. We're called to care for the vulnerable families. So this is a mission for all of us. And if you have the mission mindset, regardless of how difficult it might be or scary it is, you're looking at the bigger picture of I am here on earth to care for these people who are not cared for. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to part two of our two-part series on foster care. This morning, we're speaking to members of the Bear Foundation. We're speaking to Jade and Ashley. Now, let's talk about some of the positives. We talked about some of the negatives, but what are some of the positive things about adopting and fostering a teen? Because I think on the flip side of that, you want a baby, but on the other side, you take a teenager, they're a little bit more independent. There are certain things that you don't have to worry about. Maybe they can drive. Maybe they can help you with some of the younger kids. Let's talk about some of the positives of actually fostering a teen. So I would say the two things that you said first, one, they're more independent. So if we're able to allow them to drive, they can do those things on their own. Um, They are learning the independent living skills. So it's amazing when you see children that did not know a lot of the things or how to do certain things, and then they're able to do those things, whether it's washing dishes, whether it's cleaning up the house, whether it's applying for a job, obtaining a job, um, getting your driver's license. We talk about how the milestones for a teenager look different, right? So they're so measurable. We have from the CDC so many milestones that a baby and a toddler meet um, and even into young you know, school age kids. Um, But it's those milestones that Jade was talking about that they don't know how to do laundry. They don't know how to apply for a job. And so those are, if you kind of flip the lens a little bit, and these are milestones that I get to teach and be excited about, just like you are when your baby starts crawling, you know, that you taught them that. And so what kind of feedback do you get from teens that are in the foster care system about what they need and what they received from their foster parents Um, the positive things. What do you hear back from teens, if anything? So from the teens that I've worked with, I've just heard a lot of feedback about the support that they receive and that they did feel like they were loved and that they were important and helping them with being able to graduate from high school and helping them apply to colleges. And they sometimes did not even think about college. And then they went through high school, able to graduate and the foster parents are instilling different values in them. And then now they want higher education and they have goals and they want to have a certain career and they have ideas about the career path that they want to go down, which before there was no talk about that. Finally, this morning, for those that are listening this morning that may be thinking about becoming a foster parent, what would you say to them in terms of fostering a teen? I would say that that's our biggest need. We talked about how siblings are separated, how teenagers are separated from their siblings because you want the younger kids. Um, And so our biggest need is families who are willing to give those teenagers a home, a loving home. Um, You know, and specifically at Bear, we want a loving Christ-filled home. Like Jade was saying, teaching them to break that cycle. Um, Just with fostering teenagers that, again, it is very important that we're doing that, that we're providing a loving home for our teenagers. These kids really feel like they are not loved. And all of the things that are on the media, they feel those things about themselves. And personally, from working with them, there's a lot of work on my end of having to build up their self-esteem and show them that they're important and that there's people out here that really care about them. And 
they're coming into care because of circumstances that is not their fault. So even though there are some of these negative stereotypes that might be true for a specific child, it's not their fault that that is their path and this is where they're at. It's outside of them and we have to see that and look beyond that and figure out how can we help them because they didn't do this to themselves. All right. And if our listeners would like to find out more about foster care, how can they find out more and becoming a foster parent, especially to teens? They can um, find us at ChristianFosterCare.org or they can call our office at 937-424-0210. All right. We're out of time this morning. Thank you, ladies, for all you're doing for our young people in this area. Thanks so much for for having us. We've been speaking to Jade Callum and Ashley Irvine with the Bear Foundation. Again, it's part two of our two-part series on foster care. For more information on foster care, for a resource guide on foster care, reach out to us on social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear, on Facebook, like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. If you missed any portion of this show, part one or part two, all you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear.